Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening. I'm Mike, and Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food, and sometimes about freedom, and sometimes about freedom fries. So today, we've got a guest, Naya. Hello. Hi, Mike. How you doing? Good. Naya is in charge of the Dreamland Theater in Ypsilanti, which uh, holds puppet shows, although could they be more accurately called marionettes? What's your opinion on that? Well, uh, marionettes are a type of puppet. They're string puppets. Oh, okay. Um, and we do use other types of puppets, but I like working with marionettes quite a bit. So. And you've got a show coming up which has to do with Freedom Fries, in fact. Could you tell us about that? Well, yes. Um, this is a show called Good News for Modern Man, written by uh, a, one of my best friends in the world, Jess Rowland, who's written a lot of the puppet shows that we do at Dreamland. And um, it's about... Uh, the host of a reality TV show called, his name is Modern Man, the TV show is called Dog Eat Dog. Uh. And um, he's kind of suffering a nervous breakdown in the story, and he's being haunted by this creature, sort of a nemesis um, called Freedom Fries. I've, I've been haunted by that myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty scary, actually. Now, you've brought, actually, I think I've met Freedom Fries, the yes. marionette herself. Mm-hmm. Yes. You brought her to the studio last year. That's right. Uh, did she have hair then? I'm not sure if she did. She has hair. She has hair now, definitely. Yes. And uh, can you describe her to uh, the listeners? Well, uh, she has, she kind of, she's very pretty. She has um, blonde hair and blue eyes and blue eyeshadows. She has... Six arms. There's a cell phone in each one of her hands. Um, her breasts are ketchup and mustard bottles, and she wears an American flag for a skirt. Okay. And on the website of dreamlandtheater.com? Uh, yes. Dot com, you can see her with a mushroom cloud behind her. Yes. Just to get a, a larger perspective on that. And uh, I'd like to hear a little bit from the show. We, you have some, some sound here. Yes. Um, I brought a few clips from the show. Um, The first one is uh, where Modern Man is in the hospital bed after he's tried to commit suicide by eating cheese whiz and vodka, and he's having his stomach pumped. And um, he's explaining to his psychiatrist 
his dreams about freedom fries. In my dream, the laughter always occurs before the appearance of a hideous godlike creature, freedom fries. <laughs> freedom fries. I know it doesn't make any sense, but in the dream, I hear the laughing, and then, like a many-armed Hindu god, it appears wearing an American flag, ketchup bottle, and mustard bottle as utters arms, so many arms they seem to stretch forever, and in each one are ringing cell phones so loud it's like being stuck at a cineplex on a Friday night. Freedom fries, it calls its hideous self, goddess of creation and destruction, bringing the herald of canned laughter, piercing, shrill, and imperious. Also, some day, I'd like to visit Australia. And how does that make you feel? <laughs> and that's Modern Man. That was Modern Man, and uh, the voice of Modern Man there was played by Jess Rowland, actually, who also wrote the who also wrote this play. Good news for Modern Man. Yes, Jess Rowland lives in San Francisco. But he's originally from Michigan, is that correct? Yes, yes. We met here at U of M, actually, students together. We bonded pretty much instantly. We were tagging along behind the the whole tour of the U of M campus. We were oh, okay. the only two that just felt like it was very strange and absurd. <laughs> we <laughs> bonded instantly. So you didn't jump on the Big M or anything like that? Uh? No. We kind of talked about comic books and science fiction and stuff like that. Cool stuff. Yeah, music. So you've been, actually, the Dreamland Theater, can you tell a little bit about it to those who haven't seen it before? It's in Depot Town. Yes. Um, it's, uh, we started the Dreamland uh, about four years ago, um, and it's a small performance venue. We have um, puppet shows. We have plays. We've had cabarets. We have a lot of local music there now. We have um, several mu- music shows in a week. We have comedy improv now. We have a really great new one called Dungeons & Dragons Comedy Improv where we have a dungeon master that um, has sort of directs the the adventure and the improv improvisers have to uh, follow. They meet different monsters and then have to do different kinds of improvs. It's a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> oh, and the audience gets to roll the dice. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you, so you fight dragons with comedy, in other words, or is that... Something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, because, I mean, that seems to be a good way to fight um, adversity right. with comedy. Right, right. So now we have Freedom Fries, and Freedom Fries herself has actually had some other work. Is that correct? She's This isn't her first acting job. Is that correct? Um, well, she's done a couple of guest appearances in a few shows. Um, the first, first she was displayed in an art show in Detroit, um, the giant show, and then um, she kind of had a couple guest appearances in a few shows that we did at Dreamland. But this is her. This was actually the role that she was made for. Okay. And I guess some basic questions about her. How long did it take to build Freedom Fries and what inspired you to do that? Well, the, I was inspired definitely by Jess's uh, script. Um, I oh, get okay. very excited when I read a description of a character. And it basically, the the line that you just heard was the description, and I just based it off of that. And um, it, how long it took me is, that's a really hard question. I can't really remember. I mean, I, I would work on it a little bit in the evenings. It was probably a couple months altogether. Okay. Yeah. And again, I got to meet Freedom Fries here last year, and I put her against... There's a mural in the WCBN studio of a of a Godzilla, and putting her against Freedom... Putting Godzilla against Freedom Fries, Godzilla looked, I think, a little frightened at the sight of Freedom yeah, Fries. Yeah, I think, I think he so. did. Yeah. yeah. 
So actually, there have been quite a lot of plays that Dreamland Theater has done, and I guess of all the different marionettes that you've had, speaking of the character of um, modern man having those nightmares, have you ever, ever had any weird dreams about your marionettes? Um, no, I don't think I have. I think other people that work with me have. Other people that I work with have relationships with the puppets. I, I won't talk too much about that. It gets oh, okay. A little no, we, we don't have to. Perverse, you know. It's 6.30 in yeah. middle of the evening. We don't have to. Yeah, really we don't want to go into no, that. No, we don't want to make anybody upset. But uh, maybe we can hear a little bit more from... Um, from the play. Okay. Um, which one do you want to play next? Do you want to play all of them? Or? Uh, let's see. Well, let's uh, see. We've got uh, Freedom Fries talking to uh, Modern, Modern Man. Man. Yes, she breaks into his um, hotel room. or No, I'm sorry, his hospital room. He's not in a hotel. He's in a <laughs> hospital. Okay. Um, and uh, threatens him. Uh, she kind of beats up the psychiatrist and then um, starts talking to him. And this, this is that scene. Silence, Silence mortal! Now, more than ever, there's chatter sweeping the nation, mastermind of accidental wedding bombing, hooded lineup on the side of a dirt road, supersized smart bombs, and snack attacks as seen on TV. Fear me not, for I alone offer you nacho cheesier cheese. But still, a local man accused of lighting fire to his SUV with his two children inside heard his own account of the grisly incident in a videotaped police interview. Prepare to taste the tangy condiments of liberty. Wow. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. There's a lot of food references in that one. And actually, we did a show about condiments last week, and I didn't even realize. So the tangy condiments of liberty. Yes. That's something that we can all appreciate. Yes, I think so. On Freedom Fries. Mm -hmm. And I should just mention, for those who aren't familiar, Freedom Fries themselves, uh, that was a term coined by Republican Representative Walter Jones a few years ago, uh, because some people were angry about the fact that France was opposed to the war in Iraq, and so... Representative Walter Jones decided that French fries should no longer be called French. They should be called Freedom Fries. And I think it was him, but also came up with Freedom Toast. And he actually got the Congressional Cafeteria to serve Freedom Fries under that name. So that's a very inspiring story in and of itself. Yeah. One that could actually be an idea for a play or a musical <laughs> or something like that. It's just amazing. And uh, not only that, but uh, my father suggested Freedom Onion Soup, but I don't think that ever caught on. Hmm. Yeah. Kind of clunky by that point. Yeah. But uh, we're talking to Naya from Dreamland Theater, and we're doing a we're talking about a play that Naya has created the puppets for and is producing, called the so-called Good News for Modern Man. It's written by Jess Rowland, and it's going to be at the Dreamland Theater this Saturday. Yes, yes. And what time? Uh, Seven o'clock is when the show starts. And Dreamland Theater is on. It is on Cross Street, Cross Street. in 44 Depot 44 East Cross Street, yes. 44 East Cross Street is uh, right real close to River Street. Yes. Very close there. Mm -hmm. So it's right in the heart of Depot Town. Yeah. And I just want to mention one thing to you. This inspired me to think of other news items that might also become plays in Dreamland Theater uh -huh. or that Jess Rowland or oh, yeah, we're always open to ideas. Well, this is, this is a true story from the Associated Press. This one uh, I just read the other day and I had to, had to tell you about it says here from the Associated Press, it sounds like something from a science fiction film, a doomsday vault carved into a frozen mountainside on a secluded Arctic island, ready to serve as Noah's Ark for seeds in case of a global catastrophe. 
But Norway's ambitious project got on its way to becoming reality Monday when construction began on the Svalbard Global Seed Vault, designed to house as many as three million of the world's crop seeds. Norway's agriculture minister, Thierry Rils Johansen, has called the vault a Noah's Ark on Svalbard. Its purpose is to ensure the survival of crop diversity in the event of plant epidemics, nuclear war, natural disasters, or climate change, and to offer the world a chance to restart growth of food crops that may have been wiped out. The seeds, packed in foil, would be stored at such cold temperatures that they could last hundreds, even thousands of years, according to the Independent Global Crop Diversity Trust. The vault will have thick concrete walls, and even if all cooling systems fail, the temperature in the frozen mountain will never rise above freezing due to permafrost. And most crucially here, while the facility will be fenced in and guarded, small bards, free-roaming polar bears, known for their ferocity, could also act as natural guardians, according to the Global Diversity Trust. Wow, that's so efficient. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like we can get that. the polar bears of the world to save us from uh, starvation. I yeah, mean. yeah. And I can imagine the marionettes of polar bears. and That would be fun. And, I mean, also a character, you know, Norway's agriculture minister, Thierry Ries Johansson. I can yeah, definitely. I think you'll have to do the pronunciation of that one for us. Uh, kind of like I mispronounced it now, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take a moment to play a song for Freedom Fries, shall we? This is an Aretha Franklin tune that I think that she might appreciate. Freedom, 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 freedom. That's a song for Freedom Fries, especially performed by Aretha Franklin. And this is Pandora's Lunchbox? Yeah, I think that Freedom Fries would have appreciated that. 
appreciated Aretha. I think so. Although she herself sounds kind of scary. I think Aretha Franklin might help her chill out. Chill out, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) She certainly does that for me. So let's hear uh, some more sounds from the play coming up at the Dreamland Theater, Good News for Modern Man. These are two folks. Okay, this is um, Gustav and Butchie. They're a couple. Um, Gustav is trying to watch television, but the bombs dropping in America keep knocking the uh, radar dish off the top of the TV set. Uh Uh-oh. So that's just to explain what's going on in the background. And then Butchie comes home from looting the town. So that's the scene. Just a typical day uh, in uh, Good News for Modern Man. Let's hear it. The great leader of Ao's vengeance. Rise up, great and glorious. The hour is at hand to take arms and oppose the heathens with the last ounce of blood that still flows in our veins and smite their ruins upon the dusty ground like the venomous rodents that... And now Fox presents all of your favorite finger-licking love secrets of reality TV. It's Doggy Dog with your host, Modern Man! Ah, that's more like it. Oh man, there goes the radar dish again. Gustav, Gustav. Where have you been? It's like Christmas, Gustav. No police, no nothing. VCRs, toilet paper, air conditioners, cosmetic supplies. I grabbed a whole carton of lickum sticks. At last, we shall eat well tonight. We shall eat well tonight, and you will eat well if you. This is a very awkward transition, but if you go see Good News for Modern Man at the Dreamland Theater this Saturday, that is what time again? Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock on Saturday. I'm here with Naya, who is the producer of Good News for Modern Man, and also who made the puppets for it. And it's a puppet show written by Jess Rowland. I have another uh, possible idea for... This This might be a little more surreal. This is more of a setting. Uh, this in the news this week. The Detroit City Council has voted to hand over control of the city's Eastern Market to a non-profit group. The Eastern Market Corporation has plans to make $17 million in upgrades to the aging farmer's market. And the, and the farmer's market uh, opened in 1804... The first 39 years, it was located at the foot of Woodward at the Detroit River before moving to Cadillac Square in 1841. Then in 1891, it moved to its present location. Detroit's Eastern Market gets as many as 45,000 visitors every Saturday. It was also uh, part of the Underground Railroad, went under the Eastern Market through to the Detroit River, where escaping slaves were able to make safe haven to Canada. It's also part of an ancient American Indian burial ground, was located in the area and later relocated to a cemetery. So there's a lot about the eastern market of Detroit going on, as a matter of fact. And it's getting a facelift, so there's a lot there. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, um, I'll have to think about that one. Okay, so if you wanted to have, say, polar bears guarding uh, a store of seeds, a fortress of seeditude, or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that are escaping under the, the um, eastern, market eastern market to get to, su- to swim through the Detroit River. To I don't think that would be very good for the seeds. but no. No, it wouldn't be very good for yeah. the seats, no. So, uh, well, we can we can think about that for okay. a while. <laughs> but uh, now today, after this show, you're going to head back to Dreamland Theater and do some stuff, like what? Right. Um, well, uh, I'm playing in a band called Confusion Reactor. I'm playing the theremin. And then we're doing... Theremin, a, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's fun. The, yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's that instrument that goes like that. Yeah, that goes like that. Yeah. And, um, and then uh, we're doing another puppet show, actually, by Jess Rowland called... Reality Incorporated about ah. um, 
two folks that work in the customer service department of reality and have to take all the complaints. Oh, wow. And then a new employee. It's it's a good little show. And that's tonight? Yes. Mm -hmm. At? Uh, Starting at 8 o'clock. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So a lot of reality and a lot of good news for Modern Man. Right. Well, let's hear a little bit more from Good News for Modern Man. Okay. Now, this is something I just scribbled down, but I can't remember right now. Wait, here it comes, here it comes. This is Freedom Fries and the Predator Drones. Yes, uh, Freedom Fries is programming some Predator Drones to go after Modern Man. There's a great little side story about the Predator Drones, but I'm not going to give it away. You're going to have to come and see the show to find you gotta out. you got to do that. But they will sound something like this. The programming of the Predator Drone is complete. Soon shall modern man feel the bite of the drone at his back. And yet I tremble. I see in my mind, rising from the sand, the stone tablet, the first writing ever, and written upon it in indelible markings. It is good news. It is good news for modern man. Ahoy, Predator Drones! Ahoy! Are you ready? Then anon, good predators, and Godspeed! And that is another scene, which you can see if you look at your radio very closely, from Good News for Modern Man, (laughs) which is playing at the Dreamland Theater. And uh, other thoughts... Well, let's see. We are doing, I I guess I would mention that we are doing Reality Incorporated in July at Dreamland um, every Saturday. I think every Saturday. You can go to our website and check. I never really know what's going on there. (laughs) You just show up and you start doing stuff. Dreamlandtheater.com. Yes. And I wish I could find this article I had about a polar bear. Not a polar bear. Actually, it was another bear that actually broke into somebody's house. Wait, here it goes. Here we go. This is this is actually an idea for a play that's that turned into reality. Uh, this is, I believe was in Canada, but I have to double check. Uh, a West Vancouver woman came home to find a bear munching oatmeal in her kitchen. The bear was said to have entered the house through an open sliding door. It sounds like a nursery rhyme. Sergeant Paul Skelton told the the Vancouver Province. But unlike Goldilocks, caught stealing food when the three bears in the three bears' house in the popular children's story, this bear did not flee when found. It appeared to be a one- or two-year-old bear, a juvenile, within the kitchen, enjoying some oatmeal it had obtained by breaking a ceramic food container, said Sergeant Skelton. When she saw it, she did the right thing. She vacated the area and called us. But the bear, but the bear paid scant attention as police arrived on the scene and continued tucking in with little sign of fear or remorse. This sounds just like the story. She yeah. continued tucking in with little sign of fear or remorse. <laughs> the bear didn't appear to be aggressive and wasn't destroying the house, so they just let it do what it was doing. Eventually, the bear decided to make its way out of the residence and down toward a forested gully. Intrusions are common in the area as bears come out of hibernation, the paper reported, and are happening later than usual this year because of heavy winter snows, according to police. Maybe it's the ice from the Norwegian uh, Noah's Ark holding the seeds. That's mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it could all be a giant giant fairy tale. Sounds really nice. So this could all actually be a giant fairy tale. Mm-hmm. That's true. I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. The seeds could be like in Jack and the Beanstalk, even. Wow. Actually, you've done, you did a production of Jack That's and the Beanstalk, true. didn't you, at yeah. the Dreamland Theater? Yes. That one we had, the giant was a real person's head and a puppet body, and then the, the the marionettes played around it and it was actually quite terrifying some children had to leave the theater because yes. <laughs> it was very surreal looking i didn't realize that it would be quite so disturbing but 
and uh, the fellow's head. Um, that was Misha's head. That was Misha, who is, has been involved with the Dreamland Theater for a long time. Right. And was he also wearing some kind of tusk or something? Yes, yes, he had tusks. So human, a real human head with tusks on a marionette body. Right. And it was kind of creepy, but uh, oddly uh, compelling. I really couldn't keep my eyes off of it. So, uh, Well, now let's take a moment now to hear uh, a song that might be a lament from those who are... Actually, no, let, let's hear a little bit more from, from the production that we're talking <laughs> about, about Freedom Fries and the good news for modern man. This is an a cappella tune that appears. <clears throat> yes, this is the kind of the closing celebration number. Okay. Um, I really can't even begin to understand why Jess chose us to do this song, but I hope you enjoy it. Okay. Everybody's working for the weekend. Everybody wants a new romance. Everybody's working for the weekend. Everybody needs a second chance. So you are wanting a piece of my heart. You better start from the start You want to be in the show Come on, baby, let's go Everybody's working for the weekend I'm a little disoriented, but... Uh, they were just about to eat some uranium stew, so that was their celebratory song. Oh, okay, well, that explains it. If, if I, yeah. If mm-hmm. I was going to listen to Lover Boy, I think a little bit of uranium stew would help me to get through that. <laughs> yeah. Or the, or maybe it's the other way around. Yeah, well, this has been Pandora's Lunchbox. Uh, thank you, Naya Venturi, for coming by. Thank you. And once again, Naya Venturi is the producer and the puppet maker for Dreamland Theater. And now they have a show called Good News for Modern Man, which is this Saturday at 7 p.m. at the Dreamland Theater in Depot Town in Ypsilanti. And it's a puppet show written by Jess Rowland. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. And we're going to play a song, speaking of Freedom Fries, which is the main character we've been enjoying so far. This is a song, perhaps, from the other side of the spectrum. This is a group called, hold on, where is it, The Sidesteppers? Yes. And this is Cecil, The Unwanted French Fry, which is probably looking for its own theatrical production. But in the meantime, it has its own song. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Thanks for listening. Coming up in a moment, it's Face the Music with Arwolf. Hello there! I'm a Cecil, and I'm the unwanted French fry. I heard, oh, I heard my buddy singing. And I, and I saw, I saw my buddies leaving. Living in the bag, certainly did. And I've been here so long, I'm a starting to dry. I'm a sizzle, chickadee, the unwanted French fry. You know, not too long ago, as I laid in the potato patch up north, I always dream of the day when I would be cut up and fried into a golden brown french fry And I dream of the big city with the bright lights and I lay in a golden pan under a nice hot little old light just a waiting for somebody to come along and eat 
But instead I got stuck out here in this old dilapidated run-down hamburger stand Where heaven knows who goes by And nobody around here seems to like french fries I've been here about three and a half hours And this owner is too cheap to buy a 20-watt bulb to put on the meat So I can keep warm No, I got a cousin who went up to the city And I can just bet you that he's lying in a nice golden pan Along with all my other relatives Just a tanning himself to a golden brown And people are just anchoring for, for just a little old bite of him While I'm sitting here all cold and hard And just wondering what's going to become of me You know, it's an awful thing when you're all alone When nobody cares whether you stay or go I only wish that somebody would come And order me and take me in their hand Put me up to their teeth And bite into me and say <clears throat> Is that French fry good? Instead, I guess I just get thrown out Like all the others Well, I didn't get to be what I wanted to be But I guess that's the way it goes with french fries And with everything else So if you're not what you want to be Try to make the best of it Of what you are I gotta go now But remember, if you ever go And you see an old brown broken up french fry Trying to keep yourself warm That'll be me Chickadee Old Cecil Order me Take me home I sure will be good to you When you bite in Well I gotta go now So don't forget I'm a Cecil Young wanted Young wanted princess Oh yeah I'm a Cecil WCBN FM Ann Arbor, the only radio station that we know of that would play you a song about an unwanted French fry. Mike, would you please tell us who that was again and, and what the name of it was in the album and everything else? Okay, let's see if I can find this here. First of all, this comes off of a collection called The Soul Side of the Street, and it's a collection of songs from 1964 to 1972, and it's on the record label, is the Dionysus Records label. And the song is called, as you may have guessed, Cecil the Unwanted French Fry, and it is by the Side Steppers, if I see this correctly. The Soul Setters, the Soul Setters. Sorry about that. That is Cecil the Unwanted French Fry. Is on Dionysus Records. I just, I never would have dreamt of that. It's very, very uh, fitting that you would bring this in at this point in our lives uh, for us in Ann Arbor to hear a song about a French fry that nobody cares about. We've all been unwanted. <sighs> yeah, man. And we've all been fried one way or another. 
Uh, good evening and welcome to Face the Music. Tonight I have vowed to give the entire show over to promotion of a live musical event. If you're kicking around downtown on Saturday in the middle of the day, you probably ought to wander by Liberty Plaza Park, right at Liberty and Division, and hang out there and listen to live music from noon to two. This is a a series that the Herb David Guitar Studio sponsors every week. That's what Herb David told me anyway. Saturday, June 24th, 